0: You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. Each week, I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to take back control of your time by reframing your mindset and managing your money to achieve lifestyle freedom, Take the first step toward regaining control of your time by downloading your free lifestyle freedom starter guide at rowthomas.com start. Hey friend, welcome back to Wealthy-esque. I hope you are having an amazing Friday and I am so glad that you're here. So today we are going to get into shaming ourselves, and that's in our legal practice and also in managing our money. But before we jump in, I want to read you the five-star review of the week. This one comes from S. Carlton, and it says, Advice is simply put and motivational. Heard of this podcast through Redefining Wealth and came over to check out Roe. Love this podcast. Roe gets right to it. Always had a budget and student loan payments were part of it but now I've come up with a plan to pay it off quickly rather than just minimum payments. No more saying, well, they can pay their student loans off because dot, dot, dot. Just sit down with the numbers and figure out how I can do it. So I did, and it's so much closer than I thought. S. Carlton, I am so proud of you for taking steps to make a plan to get out of debt And if you are a member of Patrice's community, then I know you're good people. So welcome and thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time to leave that review and let me know what you're getting out of the show. And if you haven't done so yet, please take a second and leave a review for the show. Those reviews help the show get more visibility and they also inspire me to keep going because I love seeing what you're getting out of the show and how it's helping you. And I would greatly appreciate it. So getting into today's topic, we are talking about self-shaming, and this happens a lot with lawyers. We tend to be perfectionists by nature, right? And we are trained not to make mistakes. Like you get into your firm and you receive the message, whether implicitly or explicitly, that the time for making mistakes is your first year or maybe your second year. But after that, it's basically unacceptable. And so we've got this strong drive to do things, quote, the right way. And we beat ourselves up when we make a mistake or we don't make the right choice or whatever. And I'm not exempt. So I've got a story for you about a recent experience I had with this. So as you know, my husband is a doctor and we have two little ones, ages four and almost two. And I've been home with them by myself during the day because I'm not comfortable sending them back to daycare. Like things are exactly the same as they were back in March, right? And our families are all working and I'm not comfortable having a random stranger come to my house in a pandemic. And so I didn't hit my hours this year at work. And I had my review recently, so of course that came up. And there were also like comments making distinctions between the work I was doing pre-COVID versus what I've been doing during the pandemic. And I'm not gonna lie, I was triggered mostly because I've had the same thoughts about my work. So it was like, yeah, girl, we agree. Like, it's not there. Where the shame and beating myself up came in is there are things I could have done to mitigate the situation. So like early on when we thought that we were going to be home for just a few weeks to flatten the curve, remember that? And now here we are, you know, eight, almost nine months later. But early on, I decided to just keep it pushing, not make any changes and just, you know, limp along until we could get back into the office. And as the pandemic stretched on and it was clear that we weren't going back to the office anytime soon, I didn't change that decision and I could have. And so now I'm sitting in this review and I'm hearing about it and I felt some kind of way, but... After the review, I was shaming myself and I was wallowing, like, you know, thinking about all the decisions I could have made before and all that. And truth be told, I was ready to quit, as my husband and a few friends can attest. I was like, all right, well, legal career, it's been real. Like, this is for the birds. I am over it. But here's the thing. You know what I wasn't doing when I was feeling all the shame and beating myself up and all that stuff? I wasn't working, even at the level that I had been working In the pandemic. So I ended up with results worse than the ones that I was shaming myself for. And this was, you know, a good two days. So it's not like it stretched on for a super long time. But the point is, the shame didn't help the situation, right? And I see this happen a lot with money too. So we decide we're going to stick to a budget or we're going to save X amount or whatever. And then If we fall off the wagon, then we shame ourselves and we wallow and beat ourselves up. Even when we don't make a specific goal for ourselves, we still shame ourselves for not being, quote, responsible with our money. But then what happens? Then you're feeling bad and you either give up altogether, thinking, what's the point? It's not going to make a difference or whatever. Or you try to make yourself feel better which for many of us often leads to spending more money. So buying things makes you feel good in the moment and you want to feel better, so then you go and buy things. And we've talked before about how our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which drive our results. But guess what? We don't have to think thoughts that make us feel shameful. And we definitely don't have to accept or internalize comments from others that make us feel shameful So the personal finance industry is often centered on shaming people for not making the right decisions and all of that. And I'm not here for it. Like, I'm personally tired of hearing about avocado toast and lattes and all that stuff. And as I've told you before, like, your $5 coffee is not moving the needle that much, right? So you blew through your budget or you missed your hours or you made some other mistake. Okay. And? Like you made the choice that you felt was right in that moment and it didn't turn out the way you wanted, but you're not defined by that mistake. So rather than beating yourself up about the things that you could have done differently, what if you chose a different thought? It's got to be something believable for you, but that doesn't lead to you feeling shame. And that way you can take actions that move you to a different result going forward. So one thing that can help is creating a file of your accomplishments or awards or accolades, that kind of thing that can help remind you of all the good things that you've done. That helps you to change those thoughts when you've got all of the negative things swirling around in there. And you might still beat yourself up first, but the goal is to choose a new thought more quickly each time. And I'll admit it's tough, right? As I mentioned, I struggle with this myself. I was in a funk after my review. I didn't quit, by the way. But once I stopped shaming myself for my past decisions and I latched on to the thoughts that one, I'm a good wife and mother, two, I'm a good lawyer, and three, I made the decisions I thought were best under the circumstances, but I'm allowed to reevaluate and change them. So like once I latched onto those thoughts, I was able to come up with a plan that I think will work going forward. And once you stop shaming yourself and change your thoughts then I bet you'd be amazed at the things you can accomplish both in your practice and in your money. And if you're not sure how to let go of the shame and come up with a plan to help you move forward with your finances, I'm a coach and I can help you. So head to rowthomas.com coaching and let's set up a call to see if coaching might be right for you. Okay, so let's recap. Number one, lawyers tend to be perfectionists, and we also receive the message that mistakes won't be tolerated. This leads to self-shaming and beating ourselves up when mistakes inevitably happen. Number two, shame is an unproductive feeling that often leads to inaction or to actions that produce more undesired results. Number three, we can choose not to think thoughts that make us feel shameful and we can choose not to internalize opinions from others that make us feel shameful. And number four, choosing different thoughts that don't make us feel shameful ultimately leads to us taking actions to get to our desired results. Okay, that's it for this week's episode. Join me over in the Facebook community, the Wealthiest Community, and let's talk more about shame and making mistakes. You can head to rowthomas.com community to find it. If you got value from today's episode, just think of a friend or two who you think would also benefit and share it with them. You can also come connect with me over on social media. My handle is at Thomas on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you would leave a review for the show, I would greatly appreciate it. Those reviews help to get the show more visibility, help people to find us, and spread this message. Okay, friend, I pray that you will think about all of the positive things that you have done in your life. I pray that you will not allow yourself to fall into that pit of shame when you make a mistake and that you'll realize that your mistakes don't define you. And as always, I pray that you will continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.